This conversation is brought to you in part by Produce Careers with promotional consideration from Calavo Growers and Volcano Produce. Hey, hi, hello, everybody. Good day, good morning, good evening, whatever it is. We're super stoked you're hanging out with us again tonight on Conversations. So what a blessing to have you all hanging out, give us advice, talk about these subjects we're bringing up and all these different things that are out there in the world that are important. And uh, we're glad to be able to bring these conversations and no more important than my guest today coming in to talk about a big old brand and what they're doing and some of the fun they're having. This is a fun brand to talk about. I'm looking forward to this one. I've been looking forward to this one for a while, to be honest with you, Cindy. I really have. So please, everybody, give it up for my guest today from AC Foods, all the way from just up the street a little bit for me. Please, everybody, welcome Sunya Gall. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you know, I love when people say that at the beginning. I only hope you say that at the end. That's really what matters to me. <laughs> everybody's got high hopes just get started it's the finish is what i care about no i'm teasing i'm stoked to have you here because you guys are doing some really cool stuff at ac foods there's a lot going on people probably do or don't know the name ac foods in some way we're going to talk about that a little bit because you have some iconic brands that are out there one big brand that's behind me which by the way i literally feel like i'm hanging off a tree with this backdrop right now that would be kind of awesome. I really do. So, yes. this, this, would, this would, if I, this, I would literally be like a number three piece of fruit. Like you couldn't sell me if I was hanging off your tree. You're too It'd large. Like, we cannot pack you. I'm yeah, sorry. no, it would be a mess. If people would be like, ah, that brand's not going to make it with that. I can tell you right now. But in all seriousness, I do appreciate you being here. I'm looking forward to chatting about what you guys are up to. We're going to talk a little bit about regenerative bag. We're going to talk about the brand, where it's going, what's going on, the way you take care of the community. I got all kinds of crap to throw at you, and I'm excited that you're here to hang out with me. But before I get started, like I do with every one of my guests, if you would be so kind is to give everybody a little bit of your bio and journey and who you are and how I roped you into hanging out with me. Sure. Um, so I have been in brand marketing uh, my entire career. Um, I started off my background in medical devices, moved into the world of food, and have stayed in the world of food. So my background is in consumer product goods, um, started off in the world of chocolate, have some work in spices, and moved into ag um, several years ago. Um, and then the ag move actually is what drove me to AC Food. So I joined the company um, in the spring of 2020. And I was brought in to sort of help lead sort of the marketing efforts specifically on citrus and sumo citrus. And so um, this appealed to me because I want to be working in categories where you're driving an impact, this healthier food um, and areas and categories than I worked in before. So I get the pleasure of figuring out how to market um, fresh fruit, which is very exciting for me. Well, you know, the cool thing about what you said is that if we do a really good job of marketing fresh fruits, Maybe we don't have people selling medical devices. <laughs> Boom. I said it. I went, I went down the dark trail, but it's true. That is very true. <laughs> so much, so much positivity comes from what we eat and how we eat, what, how we do it, you know, with our food system. It's amazing. I mean, you know, because it, not only with what we ingest, but it's a process like we're going to talk about a little bit about regenerative bags. It's a process yeah. that you're utilizing to change this planet. So eating positively changes our planet positively. It goes yeah. hand in hand, whether it's yeah. healthcare, whether it's climate change, all that stuff. So I'm excited to talk to you a little bit. Let's give everybody, if we before we get rolling down the trail and I get to, you know up on my soapbox and ramble, yeah. let's talk a little bit about AC Foods if we can, because, yeah. and, I, and I say this with all due respect, <laughs> the brands are out there, you know, bigger than big, but a lot of, you know, but a lot of people don't know the actual what's behind the brand. I think this is a great opportunity to share that with folks. So if you wouldn't mind, Talk a little bit about AC Foods. I'll throw out a yeah. bunch of softballs. You know, 
the number of acres you guys have, you know, how many people are we there? What states are you in? What countries are you in? You know, what kind of divisions you have? And you have a good friend of mine running on that frozen side of your business, which I'm going to give him a shout out. We can put him under the bus a little bit. I can't let something go past without throwing something. I have to throw crap at Josh. It's just mandatory. It's part of my life mission. But anyways, if you wouldn't mind with that, just throw some stuff and let's let's talk about AC a little bit. Yeah. So AC Foods, <clears throat> I would say people, you know, don't maybe know about the name AC Foods is because it's um, come together as this like brand um, uh, over the last five years or so, really through acquisitions. So um, we're industry leaders in farming, packing, shipping, and marketing brands, and really focus on four permanent crops, which is citrus, table grapes, blueberries, and hazelnuts. Um, and through these acquisitions, has come together teams, um, like I said, in farming, packing, shipping, marketing. And the mission here is to really expand access to healthy foods. Um, and we're doing that through better farming, focusing on regenerative agriculture, thinking about land stewardship and how we support our local communities. Um, so as I think about the geography, so we are um, farming about a little bit over 20,000 acres um, across the different regions that we operate. We have about 390 employees or so. Um, wow. We have farmland and we have packing houses um, in three states in the U.S. That's California, Oregon and Washington. And we also have farming um, and uh, a packing house in Australia as well. So the U.S. and Australia is the, the areas that we're focused on there. Um, and then in terms of the, the friend that you said, you know, so, yeah, we do have a sister company on the frozen side of the business, which is Firestone Pacific Foods. It seems like, you know, Josh. Um, so that's Everybody sort of like Josh. who, who, yeah, I just, you know, I've gotten the pleasure to know Josh over the last few years. So, um so that's who AC Foods is. It's sort of like we're really focused on the fresh side. And then we have this this, this frozen component with the work through um, Firestone as well. I love it. So and, and thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. it, I think it's really important that people see that whole view of what the company is, especially as we start to drill down now. And you talked about this. I'm going to come into it because you do have some iconic brands. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you've got Suntree. you got mm -hmm. Sumo. I'm Pink. Columbine, which is been around i don't know how long that's been around that's been around a few minutes yeah. uh, holiday grapes so you know it's out there so you know if you, retailers know who it is wholesalers know who it is consumers know who it is but i want to talk a little bit more specifically because that's why i drug you in here obviously with the backdrop <laughs> i want to talk a little bit more about sumos because i find sumos <clears throat> to be a fascinating study in marketing flavor customer support kind of on and on yeah. and i'm going to frame up the sumos a little bit before i start throwing some questions at you and one of which is that I think it's really fascinating when you start to dig into to varietals about what you know, where they come from, what are they about? And sumos started in Japan back in the 70s, right? It yep. came to the States in 1998, but yep. it still took until 2011 before it became available to the public. And one of the things I found incredibly fascinating about this, and I, and this, I got to open this up with this, my first question, is that they're really easy to eat. There's no two ways about that. I mean, they're super easy to eat, but they're not easy to grow. No. So can you explain that before we dive into dive in a little bit deeper? Why they're yes. difficult? Yes. And I think that's a part of what <clears throat> makes Sumo Citrus so unique. Um, the way that I talk about it is really, it is the world's most pampered fruit. So all North American Sumo Citrus is grown in a 60 mile radius um, near our packing house in the San Joaquin Valley. And our growers really work year round to deliver this perfect piece of citrus and how this pampering comes about, like I can give you some examples. So trees um, are hand pruned so that we can get the fruit more sunlight. 
um, the fruit is ripened on the tree. Um, each fruit is handpicked. It's harvested in small totes instead of really big bins. bins. Um, in our, you know, in our packing house, the fruit is actually floated onto the line so that we're not bruising the fruit because of the sensitivity of the rind. The fruit is hand packed into crates. Um, even between our farms and the packing house is transported in air ride trailers. So there's like less bumpiness. Um, and wow. so, so all of that makes the fruit, you know, really more, much more difficult to handle than a typical piece of citrus. Yeah. And, um, and we take, like I said, our growers spend time year round taking care of this fruit. And then we make sure that when we're packing the fruit and getting it to our retailers and to the consumer that we're delivering, you know, the best piece of fruit there is. So I, I love it. All of that makes it super unique. Well, it does. But but what what I love about what you just said, and I hope that this is, if we can get a point that's going to nail home with folks, is that they need to understand, people need to understand what really goes into their food. People just, you know, and I don't, it's not like you just pick and pack and go. There's a process with this. There's value into this. There's a reason why this is in the marketplace because A, people love it. It's a great piece of fruit, but it wouldn't be there unless you took these steps. Because if you went through the regular steps of just a regular man, when you went out and just pecked yeah. a regular navel, whatever it could be, it'd be an absolute shit show. That's it would right. never work. I mean, you guys you guys couldn't get it from the packing shed to Fresno and sell it. No. It wouldn't work. So it I think not. it's really important that people understand that it is of all the things that are out there that I think about in the space, it's up there in the very, very top to your point of what is pampered to bring something to market. And I think that's incredibly powerful. I really do. Thanks for joining the Toddversation. And now, a word from our sponsor. At Produce Careers, we are in the people business. Thanks for listening to Toddversations. As your trusted executive search firm for the fresh produce, food processing, and agribusiness industries, we focus on outcomes. With over 80 years of combined industry expertise, with our global networks, we have the tools and the skills to identify top talent for your organization's strategic hiring needs. Our relationship-driven approach and proven recruitment process deliver the right candidates at the right time. At Produce Careers, we know each hire is an investment. Whether you're looking for the perfect candidate or searching for your next challenge, call or email us today and let us partner with you. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, I mean, the, my, the growers of Sumo Citrus are probably like, you know, the, the, the biggest ex- experts that we have on, on our, um, on our product. And the, the way that they talk about it is that it's so different. It's like the way that Sumo Citrus is packed is, is really right around, like, it's almost packed, like as if it was stone fruit. So it's, it's yeah. handled as if this is like the sensitive piece of fruit, which it is. Um, so very, very different than a mandarin or a navel, which, you know, can handle, you know, more automation, um, a harder sort of packing, um, I would say attribute in the facility, but all those reasons make Sumo, um, as much as we love it, it makes it much more difficult to pack and get to market. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for sharing. I think it's, again, I think it's incredibly important that people understand and start to recognize the value of our food. And this yeah. is a way of doing it, is explaining that this is a little bit different and why you should buy it, why it's a little more special, why it should be like, oh, okay, I get that now. I am going to go try that. I'm going to go buy that. I'm going to give that a run for its money because of what you just shared with me. But what's interesting about sumos, and I found, you know, as I do my research and kind of get prepared for our time hanging out, there's not a lot of brands out there that have kind of have had an impact like sumos have. I mean, it's it literally, it's like the drive-through line at Chick-fil-A, man. It's like a cult following <laughs> in a lot of ways, right? I mean, that's got to be kind of cool. 
It is. That's got from a marketing <laughs> perspective. That's got to be kind of cool. Yes, it is. I mean, I, you know, sumos have been around for you know much longer than people think. Um, I yeah. think this year is going to be the thirteenth year that we're in season and in market in the U.S. Um, and we've just been investing on, you know, getting the brand awareness out there to consumers. A lot of it, what has helped us is organic, like celebrities who find the fruit and then love the fruit and then start talking about it through their social media platforms, which we are very grateful for. Um, but a lot of that is like really fun to see, you know, people have this experience for the very first time. They want to hoard this fruit. They don't want to talk to people about it. So I think this just has created a bit of a, what I would say, you know, a cult sort of following, which is like a really, really passionate consumer who has this experience and wants to go and tell the world about it, which again, we are very grateful for to get, get that brand and that push out there. That's awesome. I mean, it is. And you go to the retail stores and you see it, it's end caps, it's displays, it's, it is not, it's, it's not ghettoed in the corner, man. It is literally front and center and people are buying. I mean, I was in the grocery store over the weekend and it's like, you see people are buying the fruit. I mean, it's, it's just sumo something. It's season. It, yeah, yeah, it's people sumo are into season. It. So let's, I'm going to give you a two-part question here real quick, just to kind of get back. I mean, everybody can background and see what it is. We know we're talking about sisters, but I'll give you two part. First, okay. what is what is a sumo? And the second mm. part, tell me a little about what makes them so different to compare to other things that are out there. Yeah, so sumo citrus is a hybrid mandarin. Um, so it's derived from a satsuma, an orange, and a mandarin. So those are the parents that came together to create sumo citrus. Um, the variety um, was started in Japan. Um, it has a very distinct top knot. And really what makes them so different um, is really like flavor first and foremost, and then the size. So Mother Nature delivers, you know, a variety of sizes for sumo citrus, um, but the flavor consistency is really driven by the hard work of our growers. And like I said, the technology we've invested into our growing practices and our packing house. So our team spent years figuring out how to grow this fruit in the U.S. um, And our growers really are the expert. So, you know, these really like the different sizes. um, There's a specific taste spec and a standard that we're hitting with this brand. And that and also the other thing that I think that makes it so different is that it is a seasonal fruit that is only available really between January and April every single year. Right. Right. Unbelievable. Well, let's talk a little bit about your consumer data, which is, I know this is, this is your, this is your wheelhouse right here. (laughs) But what is it? I mean, what does the data say? Let's let, because that's, you know, everybody loves data today. That's our new favorite word, right? Um, It used to be please and thank you. Now I think it's data. Maybe I'm (laughs) wrong. I don't know. But what's your data say about, you know, what consumers think about them? Some stuff at us to get, you know, help people frame it up a little bit. Yeah, I think the data shows us that there's a lot more consumers we need to make aware of Sumo Citrus. So that's the work that we're doing every single year with our retail partners and with our consumers. Um, The data also shows that once consumers try Sumo Citrus, we have a 96% repeat purchase rate. So their experience is what gets them to come back. And then also consumers love, like I said, to talk about it with their friends and family. So that word of mouth is a huge part of um, you know driving that awareness. I think the other thing the data tells us, even as we work with our retail partners, is Sumo Citrus, while it's season, is really helping drive the category growth. Um, yeah. So January through April is driving category growth, is driving that foot traffic, is driving our retail partners to have great citrus growth numbers in that time frame. So that's a huge part of like, I think what we're doing differently is that really partnering with the retailers to help figure out like, how do we help drive growth? So how do we get display contests? How do we get the consumers aware in store? 
Um, so if that helps to answer that question, there's yeah. like the consumer data and then there's like the category data that helps our retailers help drive sort of the, the growth overall. Well, look, look, the 96% number, you got to love that. You don't want to see 95 and there's not a lot of room. You, know, you don't have a lot of room up either, right? But but it goes back to what I said earlier. I mean, it's kind of got this cult falling. It's, you know, go back to the Chick-fil-A analogy, right? It's just like yes. all of a sudden people go try this and they're like, holy crap, this is amazing. They're going to go back and continue to find that and continue to buy it. And I'm sure if I was guessing, I'm imagining around May 1st, you start to get nasty grams saying like, hey, I can't get this anymore. Where are they? I, I would think imagine it's more the, yeah, the closing of there's like a sadness around, yeah. you know, Sumo Citrus not being available again. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, we, you know, we do farm and we grow in Australia. And so as that crop size increases and grows over the next several years, we, we do have hopes that we can have, you know, a fall surprise and delight with Sumo Citrus and bringing some of the Australian fruit here as well. I love it. Well, you know, you talked about the influencers and the people that are out there, right? Everybody mm. loves everybody. Let's face it, everybody loves that bump. There's no two <laughs> ways about it. But you guys got a pretty good one. And then I was talking with the boys a while back and they shared with me the story. So I got to ask the story. Pam uh, from the office, Jenna Fisher yes. is a sumo fan. And so yes. talk, talk a little bit about her love and what happened <laughs> and where you guys took that to the next level. Yeah, so that journey started with Jenna um, a few years ago when I think she was introduced to Sumo Citrus by a friend. Um, and she started posting about it on social media. She loved the fruit so much that she wanted, um, you know, to have a tree. Um, and there were consumers actually reaching out to us from all over the country on like, what can we do to help like make her dream come true? <laughs> um, and so that I think led to in the past year, we've tried to figure out a way for us to like deliver on this dream. Um, and we worked with our growers to figure out how can we do that? Can, will the sumo citrus tree actually grow where, you know, she lives, she has a home where she has other citrus growing in her, in her, you know, in her home, in her lawn as well, um, or in her orchard, I should say. So we had one of our expert growers, um, Roger Smith, actually deliver a tree. Um, so Jenna became the first um, unofficial sumo citrus grower. Um, and so he, Roger actually continues to help her and her husband on making sure the tree is growing. It'll be a few years, I think, before she has a great tree, but we are really committed to making this happen for her. Um, again, her love and her enthusiasm for the brand and the fruit has has helped, you know, our brand grow. And so I know Roger's, you know, on text and phone with her and her husband um, to make sure that the irrigation is right, the fruit's coming out. So, so that's how that whole thing came about. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, of course, now, of course, if she kills the tree, that's going to backfire. I'm just saying, you I'm know, just throwing that's, it a, that's a risk that we, that's, that's a risk we started, you know, we, we took on and <laughs> knowing that they have other trees in their orchard that they're yeah. growing successfully, that gave us a little bit more confidence. Um, a little hope. A little hope there. And, you know, we, we, so, so yeah, you know, knock on wood that her tree is successful, but we're going to do whatever we can to, to help her and her, what, her family. What a great, what a great story. Again, you got to love, you got to love the connection. You got to love how it intertwines back. How it's going to speak to the consumers, the whole nine yards, especially when you have consumers around the country going, let's help her, you know, let's achieve her, her dream. Yes. Can't forget her tree. So I think it's <laughs> yes. wonderful. Yes. I love it. it. It is. It's such a cool brand and it's such a cool story. And that's why I was just stoked to have you come on and share a little bit with us. But I do want to talk a little bit about what AC Foods is about, because you guys are doing some sure. big things out there that I think people need to recognize. And again, I go back to what I was speaking earlier about pampering and how you guys are pampering the, the, the fruit. 
it's important that people recognize the value of brands and what the brands mm-hmm. are doing to drive more value, to drive more, you know, maybe even not external value, but more internal value. Like, what do we believe in? What is our why? Why are we pushing the ball down the field? And what changes can we make as a company that are going to better our plan? And I think you guys are leading the charge with that in a lot of ways. So I want to dive into that for a little bit if we can. And mm-hmm. the first thing I want to throw at you a little bit is that, you know, AC Foods is a vertically integrated company. So I, if you wouldn't mind, explain to everybody out there, because that's a big term that Maybe people do know, people don't know, but it'd be great from your perspective. You wouldn't mind share with us a little bit, you know, about what that means. Yeah. So, you know, the vertical integration, um, as we think about it, is um, the field, the house, the market. So we grow our own fruit. Um, We are packing our own fruit in the house, you know, our packing houses. Um, Then we also have a sales and marketing teams to help work with our retailers to bring that fruit to market. And really, the critical part of that is like our supply chain from growing the fruit to processing and bringing the market is all sort of one entity that's helping sort of drive that through. Mm-hmm. And really what that allows for is like new levels of efficiency and really transparency while also allowing us to maintain quality at every single step. So yeah. this is a part of what we're trying to do on how do we give this you know transparent, efficient world and also to really drive that piece around access to healthier food options for consumers. So that's the vertical yeah. integration of, of the entity. Yeah, I love it. I mean, look, it drives value to your customers. You know, it, it yeah. really does. It does at the end of the day. And we're, when we, you know, whether it's economic times, whatever you want to call, you know, things along those lines. It's really important to be efficient and effective and to be, but still be moving the ball down the field in a, in a positive manner, yeah. right? This isn't the time to get cheap and cheery. This is the time for agriculture, in my opinion, we need to start working at getting as best and better than they, than they are. And they can be, if we want to have the biggest impact globally, not only increase consumption, but on our climate and our planet our as climate. well. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So your, your mission <laughs> statement, which I thought was really cool. And I want to get into a little bit. It says we're creating more access to healthy food through better farming practices. Can you share what that means? Yeah, so, you know, the what really that's like founded is on the farming practices side is really founded on regenerative agriculture. So mm-hmm. we are committed to producing fruit, not just sustainably, but also regeneratively. So for us, this means restoring critical ecosystems, conserving resources, nurturing our communities. Um, so the areas that we focus on, for example, are, you know, Things like water, fuel, energy conservation. We are supporting natural habitats um, and beneficial insects like bees. Um, We're also looking at carbon sequestration through, you know, living and thriving soils. And, you know, last but definitely not least, it's really around sort of nourishing our employees and the communities that we operate in. So all of those things for us come together into the practice of regenerative agriculture and, you know, meeting our mission statement. Well, you know, and, and before I throw you the next question, you know, so, so much of what's happening out there today in Regen and even on organic and some of these other agriculture things that are happening, there's a lot of, you know, green hushing is a new big word, but greenwashing, yeah. like, oh, yeah, we do this. We do this. We say we do it, but you guys are yeah. actually doing it, right? Yeah. And I, the question that I always like to throw at people when they talk about these, these things like Regen and the stuff they do is like, how are you guys benchmarking your success when it comes to Regen Ag? I mean- what, yeah. what, what, what's success look like to, to AC? So, you know, for us, we have 2030 zero goals um, for the organization, and that focuses on zero waste, zero carbon, zero toxics, and zero plastics. Um, so I can talk about each of those if that's helpful, but... Um, oh, 
you know, so zero waste um, really focuses on keeping with third party certification standards. Um, the zero carbon for us is the intent is on carbon neutral verticals. So as we think about each of our, you know, permanent crops that really store more carbon than they actually emit. Um, the zero toxins methodology is still in development and we're going to be focusing on ensuring, um, you know, softer alternatives through our value chains. And zero plastics is exactly what, you know, what it, what I'm saying is around, you know, we want to rely on partnerships with suppliers and customers to reduce plastics across each of the, the verticals. So I would say, you know, around sort of the entity of like greenwashing for us as an organization, we've set these goals um, mm -hmm. and we're going to keep sort of helping push the needle, I think, in agriculture across, you know, these four areas are the areas that we feel like are the most tangible for us and where we can have the biggest impact. Yeah. You know, it's, what I find interesting about what you just said instantly pops in my mind is that you didn't have to go do this. Yeah. This is a choice, yeah. right? And so when we go back to pampering, we go back to that initial thing that we talked about. It's really, really important that people recognize that there are companies out there that aren't greenwashing, that are doing a heavy lift, that are willing to put their morals and values right out in front of you and say, here's who we are and why we're doing something. And I'm of the belief that even if you didn't hit a benchmark, if you have a 2030 goal to do something, you didn't hit the benchmark, but you saw a tangible, is there room for improvement? Sure. But is there finger pointing and you were bad? No. Because for every company that's doing what you're doing, there's probably four or five that are like, eh, we took out recycling last week. We're good. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so dangerous when it comes to our food system by not being this transparent, by not taking that extra step that you're doing. I believe it's how you're going to win the day with the consumers. I believe it's how you're going to win the day with the retailers. And I believe it's how we win the day as, as you know, our global community to be better. I really, yeah. really do. So I commend you guys for doing it and for having these benchmarks and you're not running from them. You know, you're, you're supporting, you know, you've got organic stuff in the pipeline. You're doing different things there, which is a part of that conversation. But again, hold yourself accountable to your customers publicly, like we've just talked about, that's a big lift. And you guys should be, you should feel good about that. And, and I hope people feel good about it when they buy sumos and go, yeah, this is just beyond, yeah, it is pampered, but it's beyond that too. It's beyond Jenna Fisher. It's beyond all of that. It's a much yeah. bigger play. And I think it's very powerful. So I commend you guys for, for, you know, staying, standing up and talking about it. I think it's really important. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think it makes us as we think about, you know, the 400 or so employees that are part of AC Foods, like, this is something that's a part of like our DNA. And yeah. so even as a, you know, a place to work and for our employees is a huge part of like, the folks that we brought together are folks who are trying to make this happen. Um, for, like you said, the betterment of the planet. Yeah, well, you look, I mean, so many companies, people go to work to just punch in, punch out and go home, right? And it's so important, I believe, that companies have these 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 opportunities to make change that involve everybody that's involved in the company, right? It's it's a way we're all on the same page with the same. Yes, we all want to sell a box of fruit, but that's not the same thing as we want to change the world, right? That's not the same yeah. thing as reducing plastics or making people aware. Because I believe with the three hundred ninety whatever the number is employees that you have, if everybody in that in, in your organization is talking about plastic reduction, what's the trickle down effect? outside of your own company, right? Is it the house of four people? Is it grandma and grandma's house for dinner? They, oh, by the way, I mean, it's just such a great domino effect. And I believe it's something that is great to add into any kind of corporate culture is to get something that unites and uplifts everybody with one common goal. And I commend you once again for doing it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you talked a couple of times about 
um, community. And I, and I, and I find this to be really, really an impactful topic because most people don't realize that farming communities encompass all aspects of stuff, right? So whether it's food, fiber, bringing proteins to market, right? I mean, there's a lot when you think about community that I want to bring on the table. One, obviously it's your labor, but it's equipment dealers. It's researchers, it's seed companies, it's repairmen, it's plumbers, it's shops, it's grocery stores, offspore, all of that makes up a farming community. It's just not, you know, Joe, the farmer, that's not the farm community. It's the town around him, right? It's the drive-in Friday night place after the football game type of deal. All that matters to a farm community. So I think it's really important to highlight that with companies, especially one like yours that's willing to talk about it and right out front. Like, again, it goes back to the regenerative ag thing. It's really a big part of what your model is. So talk to me if you wouldn't mind. And whatever area you want to pick and choose, I'll give it to you. You can run with it any way you want. But let's talk about how AC Foods is impacting and supporting their communities. Because I think it's just it's, it's, I think it's just really important that, that this becomes a bigger part of the ag conversation as well. Yeah, so I'm, I would say AC Foods is a people-first company, both internally and externally in every way. Um, the folks that we have as a part of our teams, um, these people live and work in the communities that we operate in. So we want to be an employer of choice. Um, and a huge part of that is providing a work environment that people want to be in. Um, and happy and loyal employees is a critical part of sort of that community. So, you know, there's work that our teams have done to sort of build out um, you know, knowledge for our employees. So for example, we're, our teams are launching a financial wellness program for employees this year. We have blood drives at various offices where our facilities are, um, you know, flu shot clinics. We have a 5K race that happens. We support local food banks in Fresno where we have an office. Um, and obviously like, you know, fruit boxes in general is a, is a broader distribution thing that we do across each of the vertical crops. So I think because we're so focused on employees and making sure that we have happy and loyal employees, that's a huge part of the community aspect of, you know, our mission and our values. Yeah, for sure it is. And I think it's really important. And again, because the community just doesn't involve, you know, it's a trickle down again, yeah. it goes back to the drive-in, it goes, you know, the hamburger spot or the grocery store, all of that is a part of that global community. Talk to me a little bit, you brought up something about working on financial wellness. Is that actually a program just to try to help people understand yes. the world of finances and try to bring people along the stuff they should be teaching in school that we don't really teach <laughs> and that we don't school. know I mean, about. I, right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this year, you know, we're launching this program. Um, the education is going to be on, you're right. Like the basics that we should have probably learned 10, 15, 20 years ago. So it's around 401ks, why they're important investing for the future It's around understanding HSAs It's understanding, you know, how you can budget for your family um, even information around, you know, deductions that happen for folks, sure. um, just financing as a whole. So there's like different elements of it that we're rolling out every month. You can actually listen and watch sort of like different content videos that have been created for the employees so that every you know month they're basically increasing their knowledge around sort of like finances as a whole. Thanks for joining the Toddversation. And now a word from our sponsor. At Produce Careers, we are in the people business. Thanks for listening to Todd Versations. As your trusted executive search firm for the fresh produce, food processing, and agribusiness industries, we focus on outcomes. With over 80 years of combined industry expertise, with our global networks, we have the tools and the skills to identify top talent for your organization's strategic hiring needs. Our relationship-driven approach 
and proven recruitment process deliver the right candidates at the right time. At Produce Careers, we know each hire is an investment. Whether you're looking for the perfect candidate or searching for your next challenge, call or email us today and let us partner with you. I think that's fantastic. I think that is, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know of any other company that least comes off top of my little feeble brain that's doing something like that. And, you know, that's a really great give back because yeah. financial security is like food security. It's a big deal. It is. And both are very shaky grounds in this country in so many ways. So to be able to give back and give people some some perspective on how to get the ball down the field, I think it's incredibly impactful. I, I think that's super cool. But again, it goes back to what we were saying. Being involved with the community, being involved with your team, being involved at such a higher, different level is incredibly important today. It really is. We all need to lift each other up, and it's a great way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it really. Yeah, is. So oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to fire another question. But I, thought you, I thought you had. Yeah, oh, you go I was just going to say, I think it's also like especially important as we think about, you know, like not only just like this community, but the global community, you know, going through a pandemic as we have been for the last, you know, three plus years. And as we're coming out of that, costs have gone up, inflation, you know, is at play. So whatever we can do to like take care of community, yes, shorter term is like more like, yes, the employees, but again, there's a bigger impact on as we share that information out, like how can those employees share that information out with somebody else that they, you know, they know, so Correct. that is like one person at a time is like that paying that information sort of forward. I think it's more essential than ever. I think, especially as we think about, you know, what the planet has been through in the last, last three years. hundred percent agree. I absolutely do. I think it's a great way of giving back. I think it's a great way to show transparency. And I think it's a great way to show people that you care above and beyond them putting a, you know, a sumo in a box or packing yeah. a grape or moving a forklift, whatever the case may be. I, I believe that that connectivity like you're displaying is an undervalued asset that we need to be thinking more about in the culture of, of a job and employment and what goes on, because, you know, let's face it, these folks are with you more during the week than they are at home. And yeah. they're with you. And quite frankly, in, in a lot of ways, they're also with you during the best hours of the 24 hour day. That's true. Right. So, I mean, it's, I think it's important that we recognize that. I think it's important that we continue to uplift and, and, you know, I say this all the time. If you show people you care about them, you're training them to care about you. And that's a valuable thing to remember. And it's a valuable tool to put in your holster about, you know, it is important to say thank you and please and give a hug when you can and a high five when it's needed, whatever it might be, because it just comes back full circle. And I think it's just incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I commend you guys. It's very cool. So talk to me. What's next? Because first, first, I want to ask what's next for Sumos. Let's get that out on the table. Mm. <laughs> what's what's exciting or besides, you know, hopefully Jenna's tree doesn't die. And uh, I said, I'm sorry. That's just me. Getting the brand out there. See, see if you can go from 96% rebuy to 97% rebuy. So talk to me a little bit about what's coming up next for Sumos. Yeah, for Sumos, um, you know, we started shipping in late December this past season. Um, we're expecting this to be a great season, the largest yet um, for our crop. Um, so our push is around, you know, driving consumer awareness. So we're doing things on the marketing side, which is all around, you know, digital and social and influencers and celebrities. Um, and then we're also working, like I said, with our retail partners on 
how do we activate demos in like the biggest way we've done because the last few years that really hasn't been an option. Mm-mm. So we're trying to get the fruit in more people's mouths. So as those mouths are happy, there's going to drive that sort of repeat purchase and like sharing out with family and friends. So this is going to be the biggest crop that we've had for the sumo, you know, season. So we expect to be in market full January through April shipping our product. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, excitement to come, I think, um, already for the season. I love it. I love it. How about the rest of AC's family? Anything else exciting out there? You want to, anything you want to yeah, drop? I would say, I think, you know, it's, um, we play in the, as I think about citrus, we play in, you know, the Mandarin category in a really big way. And we're really focused on growing the business there. Um, as we think about the future, we think it's going to, our business is going to double in the next five years. And, as a part of that strategy, we've brought in, you know, strong leadership with ex- expertise in these categories to help sort of drive that growth. Um, and I would say the biggest thing is that we are investing. We're investing in marketing. We're investing in our growers because um, you can't build a brand without investment. So I think we're still at the start of the journey with Sumo Citrus and to growing that brand. So we're continuing to push through distribution and velocity with our retail customers so we can, mm-hmm. you know, get access to more consumers. I love it. That's a good lofty goal. That'll work. Yeah. It, <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I, I think that, uh, I, a, it's a great, it's a great item, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun ride. You, you are, you're leading the charge, not following, which is super cool, yes. <laughs> right? It's all, always better to be in front, not in back, right? There's no two ways about it when you're, when you're trying to build a brand, but it's an exciting time. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. I appreciate you sharing what's going on. I think you've given people a really interesting insight to what AC Foods is all about and why there's more value behind Sumos than maybe even people even thought they were, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's important that we got to touch on that a little bit for folks. I think it's just neat to see that regenerative ag is a part of your DNA and your community is a part of your DNA and doing things right. And for the right reasons is a part of your DNA, as opposed to just throwing shit in a box and going, man, we got enough of that out there. We need more, we need more good reasons to do things. And I appreciate you sharing that with me. And we appreciate you helping get, you know, our message out there to where sometimes when folks are shopping in stores, you know, they're just pick and go. And there's not a lot of time or space to like talk about it or tell our story or even the sumo story and how it came from Japan. Um, so thank you for trying to help our get our, you know, our message out there. Let's increase consumption. That's the yes. name of the game. Get more kids <laughs> to eat more fruits and vegetables, increase consumption, plant more trees. We'll solve a lot of problems. Yes. I firmly believe it. I firmly believe it. Well, again, I appreciate you being here, hanging out. You're welcome back. Open invitation. Please come back. We'll do it again. It was fun. Thank you. Totally. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us a bit. You got a little insight. Yeah, we talked about sumos. You got a little office trivia going. You can throw a little office trivia now by the water cooler if you want. You know a little something. Maybe others don't. But when you're out investing your dollars at the grocery store and you're thinking about stuff, think about the depths of what your dollars are spent, right? It's beyond what's in the store. It's beyond that. It's what the companies are doing to make a difference on this planet. AC Foods is standing. They're drawing a line in the sand. They have benchmarks. They're looking at it. They believe in what the future is going to hold, and agriculture is a big part of that. So doing agriculture right is something you're focused on, and spend your dollars with them because it's worthy, right? Let's keep this ball moving. I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. Like I always say, go inspire somebody. It's not hard to do. Just a simple hello can make somebody's day so much better. You have no idea what their day's like unless you engage with them and say hi. Try it. It's a good way to go. Check us out on social media, TLC underscore Todd Versations. We're there because the cool kids are there. I like to go there. You know why I'm there? You know why I'm on social media? Because the Kardashians are there. 
That's why I'm there soon because the Kardashians. Are there. I'm literally trying to become a new Kardashian. That's my goal in life. So that's my goal for 2023 to be a Kardashian. Anyways, all right, we're out of here. Enough of this. I got to go. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. Much love to everybody. We appreciate your support. Take care. We'll see you soon.